What's up, everybody? This is the Peaked in Curtains. All right, I got my curtains up. College podcast featuring college humor, personal stories, uh, current events talk, the works. Find us on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Yeah, Google Podcasts. And that's literally all I care to talk about. Oh, and Stitcher. Stitcher, yeah. Um, if there's a donate link wherever you find us, please consider donating to the show. It always helps us out. That being said, let's get right into it. I'm going to be doing another solo episode because Ben forgot about the, uh, what is it? Forgot that we were going to record yesterday. And so I was like, all right, well, are you going to do a solo cast today? Because I did one last week. He's like, oh, it's not turning out that well. And I'm like, all right, dog, we're going to talk about this when I get home. To your home, that is Ben, if you're listening. I hope you are. I don't know. Whatever. Next thing I wanted to get to. Uh, my my idea for holiday lights. Uh, dude, it, like another thing. I'm just going to get straight into the second thing. I, have, I literally only have earwax coming out of my left ear. There's like nothing in my right ear. So I live in a, in a high-rise apartment where I'm right next to a freeway. You might be able to hear it even, despite like all the soundproofing. So I wear earplugs to sleep every single night. And then when I'm taking out my earplugs, right one, it's fine. It's nothing. It's dry. It's <laughs> Left one, I'm digging that shit out almost with two hands just, just to pull out like my left earplug. And I just look at it and it's all sorts of like green, brown or whatever the hell. Uh, just caked onto the earplug. And so I have to, like, I won't reuse that earplug, obviously. And so I've just been running out of earplugs for my left ear only, just just because of my left ear. And then when I eat shitty food, I get even more earwax. Does anyone have that problem? Like, I mean, there are real people problems, and then there are, like, the small things that that you bitch about or that that uh, concern your focus, that take up your focus when you don't have real problems to, to really uh, to really worry about. Or you're just trying to distract yourself from other things in life with other things, like littler, littler yeah, littler bullshit things, such as earwax in your left ear. <sighs> yeah, no, aside from that, uh, let me get into the holiday the holiday lights thing. I don't know if I mentioned it, but seriously, houses these days, houses should seriously come with come with a whole holiday light system where all around the roofs, the lights that you would normally like bust your ass like trying to climb up on a ladder to assemble and put up could literally just be done by by like one company that has their own sets of like contractors or teams and just install them once with your brand of, of, of fucking uh, 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 holiday lights that you like and they change colors depending on the season you know um, like what red white and blue for Independence Day shit stained brown for Thanksgiving uh, red, white, green for Christmas, black for Black History Month. <laughs> I 
I don't know how well that would go over. I think people would just think you're goth. <laughs> uh, purple and green and, and orange for Halloween. Bro, Halloween rocks. What? Why is it always like the good uh, holidays that are only like a day? Black History Month, fuck, dude. Black people get a month. Why can't fucking Halloween get a month? <laughs> Hispanic Heritage Month, turn that shit orange. And very lightly lighter shades of that same orange. Pacific Islander Month. It's just. <laughs> where's. 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 What was I gonna say? Where's White History Month? You just don't even turn the lights on. <laughs> you just keep the lights off. <laughs> that shows whiteness. <laughs> but anyway, point being is that I'm sure anybody can put up lights, right? Well, anyone that's like able and not disabled. But say you get a contracting team out like to do it once, right? Then this is where the cool part comes in. I give you a remote. And with that remote, your life will be forever changed. Press one button, holiday lights retract perfectly underneath the soffits into the crevices of, of the underside of your roof and walls if, 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 if need be, right? With the push of a button. Retracts in like 10 seconds, like a fold-out awning. And then come, comes back out with the same push of a different button in 10 seconds. And then there you can do the color coordination, like 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 by individual light bulb or whatever. Like there's like an arrow setting like left and right to go by bulb by bulb by bulb. And that's it. Like everything's controlled with a fucking remote. Like like you're sick and tired of putting your holiday lights on, dude. dude install that shit once. You never have to worry about it ever again. The remote takes care of everything. Why isn't this like a? A product that's widespread in the world. Why isn't this a fucking... What was I going to say? Why isn't this like a selling point for homes these days? Like, it's just this little small selling point. You know? Like, like oh, the, the, the floor is it's natural wood grain. It's natural mahogany. So the floors that your kids will be running on and, 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 and tripping and knocking their faces on, it's natural mahogany. That's what they'll be getting their blood onto. You know, like, that's a selling point in a house. Why can't retractable holiday lights be just like that? It's genius. It's fucking genius. And there are people with all these ideas... But I'll tell you something. I'll tell you two things. Especially like when you're college age, even when you're when you're younger, like you get you get these ideas for how the world could be better, or for how like a certain task could be better or more fun or more enjoyable, or just more fulfilling in some type of way. And like you keep these ideas in the back of your head. Or you don't shut up about it and tell all your friends and your family. Uh, or you look up to see if someone's done it already. Which, dude, there's some people that just have an idea and they wait on it for 10 years. And they're like, I've got the best thing in the fucking world. And they don't want to look it up because they're like, they don't want to find out that someone else is, has made their dream come true. <laughs> someone has made your dream come true in their own life. Because <laughs> it would shatter your reality. And so you keep yourself from that information. Or 
you're just dumb and you choose to like you don't even think to look it up but outside of that people with all these great ideas let me ask you something if it's gonna take everything from you if it's gonna take everything out of you like to make that idea a reality like not the whole uh actually yeah the whole the whole not nine to five grind set mindset you know what i mean that's where that term grind set comes from it's it's a new term these days what the the kids the new lingo the kids are using these days fucking freshman um but say be that as it may you spend years and years and years pouring money into an idea actually making it happen you're gonna learn and grow through the process or you might just kill yourself over the stress but let's assume you don't do that is it worth doing that just so that you can profit that's what matters that's what you're really doing this for i mean like you know you want the thing to happen you want the thing to become a reality but you want to do it this way because you also want profit and you profit from that business you profit from your idea that feels like that feels like um a meritocracy, a meritocracy, capitalism working properly for for like the little guy as well as the big guy, the little woman as well as the big woman, the non-binary, two-spirited stack of pancakes, as well as whatever else, right? Or you could just say, "Fuck it." I don't have the money or the time to not be sleeping right now, to be growing like gray hairs way before I'm meant to grow gray hairs, going insane from not sleeping and from working hard and from not figuring out solutions and end up ruining like lots of my friendships and relationships with people I care about. And instead of making a business out of it, you give that business idea to someone who is more capable of making it a reality just because you want to see it become a reality, even if it means you don't profit from it at all. Now, the smarter answer would be, uh, I don't have the time. I don't have the expertise to get this thing done. I'm willing to work, but don't fucking do everything. Don't be a one man island or one woman island, right? Get a venture capitalist firm or go on Shark Tank. Wait, that's probably not that easy. I, I take that back. <laughs> that shit on Stark, on, on Stark Tank. <laughs> it's just five clones of Tony Stark. Anyway. Um, like those people that go on Shark Tank, they already have like made a business out of the idea, like a successful business. They want real investors to, to put a high stake in their business. So no, no. Okay. Let's, let's take it like three notches down from shark tank and like, uh, maybe like a local investor in the area. I don't know how we, how we can find them, but you know, just three, three leagues down from like the sharks, at least, you know, let's say shark tanks are like double, double general, double battalion generals or whatever the fuck just imagine the prestige system in modern warfare 2 and that's what they are at the very top before you prestige to the next level and you lose your rank and then three or four levels below that 
that's who you're going to with your idea. Or you could just be straight up and say like, you know what? I want the world to be a better place no matter who makes it happen, no matter if I profit from it at all. I don't even care. Throw the idea out because I'm not uh, attached to it in any kind of way. And you just post on Reddit or, or like Facebook or Instagram or some some platform, some public platform where people can see the idea and be like, hey, somebody needs to do this. And that's what a lot of people do. I think that's, a, that's great. Just make the world better without having to be so attached to your ideas. But hey, you're more than welcome to try and fucking fight for it and try and make it a grind set lifestyle, hype style. Hype style lifestyle, baby. Hype style lifestyle. Let's see. Do I have anything else to say? Um, Tractable Holiday Lights is fucking genius. Oh my god. I just found... Okay, this is a little, like, messed up. But, uh... <laughs> definitely not getting sponsors on this video anymore. But, um... F- uh... I just found a website that shows, like uncensored uncensored death let's just put it that way lots of motorcycle accidents car accidents like gang shootings uh what is it decapitations cartel killings the works it's the most gruesome shit like like you could see and i found a website like that with a friend of mine back when we were in like seventh grade and oh my god we're, our minds were already exploding and like bouncing off the walls Probably because we had too much sugar. But then watching people get killed. Oh. Let's watch more. (laughs) That's basically the mindset summed up in five seconds. Oh, dude. Okay, okay, next video. (laughs) What did I see this, this this past, like, day or two? I think I saw lots of people falling from, from buildings pretty high up. I'm not gonna lie. I live on like the 16th floor of my building. And I, every now and then I go out to the balcony, and I look down and I'm like, oh my God, would I die instantly or not? Even if I really, really, really wanted to kill myself, I know just looking down, I'd be like, but I might fuck it up though. <laughs> or you do what lots of people do when they're about to commit suicide. Right at the last, last second, be like, wait, I don't want to die. Like, wait, don't do it. <laughs> and then they fuck up their suicide attempts and they're just left in ridiculous pain. Oh my God. I, I would not. Oh God. If I really committed to it, I would probably fall like head first. And then I would think that that would be enough to take me up. But man, what if I just get l- left with like a raging concussion and like the shock keeps me awake? I don't know what shock is like when when someone has has been in so much pain that they're in, in shock and that's keeping them from feeling the pain or, or like screaming or whatever. Dude, like if you got your leg run over, like your leg bone is completely shattered and destroyed. I would think, oh my God, I don't even want to think about it. But I'm podcasting right now, so I got to think about it. Because uh, I'm not changing the subject for a while. I would think, like, blood would start shooting out of, like, other parts of your body that are, like, nearby. Like, if I got my fucking, like, shoulder ran over and just 
shattered, demolished, cr- like de- almost like disintegrating. I would think I'd be coughing up blood. Blood might be shooting out of my eyes because it got pushed up so far to uh, to my head. You know, like if <laughs> like when you're emptying a, a thing of toothpaste. <laughs> we have all these ideas of what we think death is gonna be like. When you look at this website, oh my god. Some of your beliefs are confirmed, some of them aren't. All of it's gross. So, so people like fucking running in front of trains. And I think like I never would have watched this if I hadn't have watched some of the R slash ask Reddit videos. Like, okay. College kids, college age people, and young urban professionals, yuppies. I don't know what you're doing with your life if you're not watching r slash ask reddit videos because they're fucking amazing unless you're actually like okay they're worth watching like like two or three at a time like if you're doing some busy monotonous tasks like the dishes or laundry or something play one of these fucking r slash ask reddit videos they'll talk about any topic like and and always in that like microsoft the british voice teachers of reddit (laughs) Was there a story of a one child that you used to teach that was the worst in class, or... What's another one? I'm trying to think of one. Or maybe... Serious police officers of Reddit. What was the worst crime scene you've ever come to? I, I can only do, like, the British voice, like, half the way. Anyway, the best ones, though... But yeah, that's what got me to like like the the gory websites. Once I was thinking about the stories that people walked in on, and I was like, ooh. But let me say more. It's it's that it's that inner voice inside you that tells you like, oh, that stuff's pretty crazy. Check it out. Or the only one on your shoulder talking is the devil. Um, but oh, but the best ones are when it's like. Like, there are very few of these Reddit ones that deal with strictly, like, just funny stuff. But they're always, oh, they're always the best. Like, people of Reddit, what's the funniest thing you've done while high? Hilarious. Funny, funniest, I think one of the funniest, actually two of, I'll tell you two of the funniest stories I heard from those Reddit videos. Just, just to pique your interest and to make you wonder, like, huh, maybe I should start checking those videos out uh, and improving my life. 1% 1% at a time. One of the stories was that one guy was so high, he made himself a bowl of cereal. And when he went back to his bedroom, he threw his phone on the bed, right? Only he didn't throw his phone. He, th- he threw what he thought was his phone, but actually his phone was in the other hand. He actually, he accidentally threw the bowl of cereal that he was carrying back <laughs> to his room thinking it was his phone bowl milk cereal and all that was a fucking mess to quote microsoft reddit and then the next story hilarious this guy recalls the time when he was in the bathroom digging into a delicious ripe mango thinking that it was an alien sacrificing its life for his pleasure I bit into the, the juiciest ripe mango, thinking it was an alien sacrificing its life for my pleasure. <laughs> I was hunched over eating it, crying. 
<laughs> he says, according to his roommate, he was hunched over eating it, and quietly saying, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this creature's giving up its life for my ple- my pleasure. <laughs> Honestly, reading having it read in the Microsoft voice is way funnier. Now, anyway, I'm going to cut this episode a little short. I, I might tell like one or two other things real quick to keep this at like 25 minutes maybe. And then, because I actually, as a dancer, I actually have a performance tonight. I have to be at a venue at 8.30, and it's 7.31 p.m. right now, to, to foam roll, stretch, the works, and everything, and get ready to do three, I'm in three dances. Luckily, the costumes I'm wearing aren't that bad. That's one of the things I never liked about performing, costumes. Uh, what else? So yeah, so I'm gonna try and like wrap this up, uh, just like you all should, when you're with your lady friend. Oh my god, that reminds me. <laughs> one time when I was in college, I still am just for one more semester. But like when I was at my in my first year, my freshman year, like straight out of high school, I went straight to uh, the university in the city that I'm in. And I dormed for the first year. My dorming experience, fucking amazing. But we'll get get into that in another podcast. I have brought this one girl over to my dorm after having went on a date with her, a double date with her, and a, f- a mutual friend of, of mine. Like, like, I knew this this person. And then it was, it was her friend who I was on the double date with. And she was on a date with someone else. Even though, really, I'd rather be with her. Because she was, like, the way hotter chick. But, you know, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. We, we go to the rodeo. In Texas, we have the rodeo. And in the city that I'm in, we do it big. So many so many fun rides. I, I have a really funny rodeo story. I think that's what I'll finish on. Second rodeo story. But, boy, no ride at the rodeo could have prepared me for the ride this bitch took me for i'm not talking literally like she is on top <laughs> yeah no she made me do all the fucking work anyway that's besides the point i remember bringing her over to my dorm and i had the be- i had the sweetest dorm situation ever so i i had a room with one other person and then our our roommate or sorry our suite mate was one guy so for people that don't don't know, there are usually four people to two rooms. So the person you're with in in one room is your roommate, and the two people in the other room connected to yours by a bathroom usually, uh, is are your suite mates. So two suite mates, one roommate, and then you, four people. I only had one suite mate. He had a single, and I I was in a double with with my roommate. Roommate was really weird. Didn't talk to me that much. Very quiet. Kept to himself. The only thing I remember him telling me, like I could count the words, like on my two hands that he, that him and I shared in conversation, in the few weeks that I knew him. He wanted to move to another dorm, like across the road, and he eventually did. Uh, he moved in like four weeks or maybe like two months, something like that. Uh, and I never saw him again. Even better, I didn't have another roommate. They didn't put another roommate into my room. 
And so I just put my two beds together. I moved all the furniture around when I realized I wasn't getting another roommate. And I had a super double or a super single. That's what I think that's what they call it. I don't know. Double, double deluxe with cheese, right? And this is how I would bring people to my dorm. And I wouldn't have to coordinate with a roommate like, hey, hey, do you mind if I use the room tonight? I'm bringing someone over. Oh, fuck that. 24-7, all me. So I bring this person over. This is after the rodeo date, like a week later. We get down to business. Um, and this was when she came also with my friend. But my friend and the guy she was seeing wanted to take a tour of the college that we were at. And I just wanted to chill at my dorm. So me and this girl spent some time together. Eventually get down to business. I get a condom. And she's like, oh, that's okay. I got one for you. Instant red flag. I, I should have I known that from the beginning. Instant red flag. But fuck it. I'm like, okay. I use hers. It feels like, feels like flimsier than the one I was going to get. And I don't think this happened, but... She could have, I don't know, she could have done something. She probably didn't do anything with the condom, honestly. But, like, all I remember was that, like, ten minutes into having sex, I could feel the moment where it broke. I instantly could tell the moment where it broke. I almost think I heard it. Anyway, like, ten more minutes go by, and I'm, like, still kind of thinking about it. And then, a little bit longer after that, I finally finish, and... I pull out, my pullout game is strong, strongest ever in the entire world. Don't ever think your pullout game is any stronger than mine. For the rest of you fuckers, get better. Or, or watch yourselves, be responsible. Me at the time, pull out God. I pull out, I'm fine, like I know I'm fine. And she, she feels great and everything. Here's what happens. When it's time for her to go, she was wondering if I was going to walk her down to our friend because they were driving together and I was like I got I'm sorry I got a lot of homework I really need to get started on it and because I wouldn't walk her down from the second floor where I was living at the time down to her friend's car like I what like I was gonna feel ashamed that I'm walking her to my friend's car like no I really had homework to do and my mutual friend knew that I was like I was hitting it with this girl. So she was like, oh, okay. And I figured out, I figured that was that. Or like, maybe she was like, maybe a little like downtrodden about it. But I figured that was that. Guess what? She sends me a picture of a positive pregnancy test. Oh yeah. I thought she made me think that I'd gotten her pregnant. I was 19. I didn't know shit at the time. I didn't, I didn't know, like, you could, you can't tell, like, pregnancy that early. Like, she literally sent this maybe, like, a week after we had sex or whatever. And she kept sending that picture to me, and she kept saying, like, oh, don't worry, you don't need to be around. I'm going to be the one to take care of it. Days and days of torment go by. I'm 19. I think I'm going to be a father. I'm like, it's not even with someone I like. Like, I don't even love this person. I'm such a fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm losing my mind berating myself for a whole week. Thinking that I'm going to be a father. <laughs> when I haven't even finished my freshman year of college. Oh. 
it takes, I want to say maybe like eight, somewhere between eight and 14 days or so for this girl who's tormenting me, her friend who I don't know messages me and says like such, such and such has been lying to you. I can't bear to see it going on for so long. She's lying to you. She's not really pregnant. She just wanted to get back at you. And frankly, I think it's disgusting. And I'm like, oh, holy shit. Like, I was so happy. I was, it went direct. I knocked so hard on my sweet mate's door. I was like, Richard, Richard, what are you doing? Get up, get up. I'm not going to be a dad. I'm not going to be a fucking father. As you could tell, I was ecstatic about not having actually fucked up my life. Oh, her and I got in, like, really had a long talk, really long argument after that. Oh, my God. What? One of the scariest moments of my entire college life. One of the scariest moments of my entire college life. Easily, without a doubt. Last thing I want to leave off on was uh, one, one of the other times I was at the rodeo. I was at the rodeo with a friend, guy friend, no drama, surprise, uh, Zing Lee. I ate some fried Oreos, had a good time, rode on one ride, rode on another ride. Then we got on this one ride where they strapped like two people in to like a section and there are like six people in total on each of the ends of this thing that flings you up in the air in like a circle. And this thing is huge. I go to sit into my seat. My friend, his his uh, seat guard, like that thing that goes over your shoulders, his locks. For him, it locks. For me, mine keeps going back up. I keep trying to lock it. The further I put it, pull it down, it doesn't lock. It doesn't lock. Lock. It doesn't want to lock. I keep pulling it down. And what happens is when you're in the seat, eventually when the ride's going to go on, the guy who's operating it presses the button and the floor falls out from under you. And so you're already like maybe eight feet off the ground when once that floor goes off as the floor was going down i knew the ride was going to start in like five or like six seconds after that i was scared for my life i'm not about to be flinging whole like being i'm not about to be flung into the air to my death like and this is just a year after after the rodeo experience where I thought I was gonna, where I thought I was gonna bring life into this earth. Now I'm gonna bring about my own death just a year later. I didn't make many good decisions while I was in my first few years of college. Anyway, I look at the ride operator because I think I'm like I'm gonna die final destination style. I look at the ride operator, I point at him, I'm like, you, you, uh-uh. You see my seat? You're fixing this now. And I, I just, I had to be that guy, but what, what other, other kind of guy am I going to be except the dead guy if, if I don't, if I don't be assertive? Being assertive is a very strong quality that's worth having in your life, uh, especially during times like these in the extreme, but also when it's like, I don't know, I'll, I'll think of other, I'll, I'll think of other moments. <clears throat> anyway, the guy... <laughs> rolls his eyes visibly visibly rolls his eyes walks over to me once he gets the floor back up and and pushes pushes and he's like he's never done that before i'm like what <laughs> and pushes again and it it locks into place seemingly and then i still go on the ride i still like <laughs> 
as I'm being flung into the air, luckily the seat was locked. I'm looking at my friend and I'm just looking up into space just at, at like, and then looking back at the ground whenever I'm like 200 feet up in the air or however high it was. And I'm just thinking like, at what point would I have probably like been flung so violently that I would have been let go and like fell to my death? Honestly, I'm I, like the whole ride. I couldn't even enjoy it. I was just thinking about like, at what point would I have died? had he not like restrained me again anyway that's my take those are my stories Ugh, I, I gotta be at the venue in like what is it 48 minutes but i gotta stretch right now for 30 minutes so i'm gonna catch y'all later i'm gonna have more college stories for y'all hopefully ben comes back next week and remembers that we actually do a fucking podcast and then we can share stories together which would be nice that's the whole point I mean, talking to myself is great. I mean, have you met me? I'm awesome. But, <laughs> no, no, really, jokes aside, it's always great when you have another person to bounce ideas off. And uh, I'm really missing that this week. But I've been missing you guys more. All 21 of you, at least that have, like, done some downloads. I think that's the, the, the download analytics on, on, on our podcast for now. All 21 of you. Yeah, maybe so actually, okay, some of those might be like re, re-repeats or like multiple people could listen to one podcast episode at a time. Okay, so realistically, maybe like all four of you. But anyway, you can find us on Apple at applesandoranges.org at, fuck me, Stitcher, Amazon Music. I have to sit down so I can fucking think about this. Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Fuck, I forgot to say that. Spotify. And if you find a donation box, please, for the love of God, send your your spare change that you would normally give to a homeless person. <laughs> Instead, if you like our content more than the, than, than the blank stare homeless people give back at you when you look at them, consider donating. And I'll catch you all next week. Peace. Man, that was douchey.